podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this episode is brought to you by Mrs. Myers. A delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything we make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived ingredients, our cleaning products work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. So bring a little bit of the outside inside your four walls and bask in the wonder of a garden from the comfort of home. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Shop now at MrsMyers.com. Rashford, he's in here. He scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. Thank you. And it's a lad from Manchester who scores. Only chance in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only chance in my team, like man, you. Yeah, like man, you. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only chance in my team, like man, you. Yeah, like man, you. Good evening and welcome to another episode of Make United Great Again. It's just a quick pod this evening. I've got the two wise men with me. Seb, how's it going? What's good, man? What's good? Good to hear you, brother. Uh, Disu, how you doing, mate? Yo, yo, yo. What's cool. cool. Let's let's kick it off. So, uh, we've got a big game coming up. We've got a big week coming up, I'd say. Obviously, we've come coming back from a long restful period, so hopefully uh, certain players have gotten their sharpness back. But we've got a big game uh, next Monday against Chelsea, so I want to use this pod as, let's call it a preview for the game against Chelsea. We're away at the bridge. Um, what are you guys expecting going in? Uh, don't give me just that uh, we're going to lose, chat. I want you lot to take your time and actually think about... <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, Chelsea haven't necessarily been the best against the big teams and for all his faults Oli's got a pretty decent record against the big teams so coming into this both sides are in pretty poor form I think it's one win in their last five 
for both teams. Uh, I think Chelsea have drawn three, lost one, while we've drawn one and lost three. So uh, going into this game, uh, what are you guys expecting? Firstly, what are you? How are you expecting us to line up? Well, obviously, uh, your guys back, uh, Seb McTom. Hey, my guy. Yeah, so how are you not expecting us to line up going into this oh, game? Oh, shit, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, nah, um, <clears throat> so, thoughts on the game, I feel like we should... I don't know, I feel like I've heard murmurs from Oli about playing a three at the back, and I know we've played it um, a couple of times this season, well, in more, uh, you know, in more recent games. So because uh, I see Axel, tra uh, Axel training and uh, McTom training, I feel like we might go with a three-five-two formation um, because I feel like, uh, well, one, I, I don't see... Well, actually, I'm not going to say that because Oli's capable of many things. Um, but Martial being out on the left, I feel like he's going to be ineffective. Um, you know, up top without anybody else um, in the team, he's he's yeah he's been he's been dire. So to shift him out on the left against someone like Reese James is going to be an absolute myth. So I see Oli. Well, I would hope hope Oli would go with a two up top, and I feel like that's where. Um, you know, Marshall will be able to flourish. I feel like um, he has to start a Galo. I don't know what his fitness is going to be like. I know he's been doing double sessions and they're saying he's training Starting with the... For what? People call him the hope and praise Pele, but... The reason, just to play a two up top, man. And like, you know, just, just so we have another presence, another senior player up top, um, you know, that has... I don't know if he has something, you know, maybe he's a bit of a physical presence or, or, or whatnot, but we just need another physical, like, man up top uh, for Manchester United and somebody that just wants to stay in the box. Um, so hopefully we go with a 3-5-2 with uh, McTom and Fred covering the base and Bruno just behind the two up top. That would make the most sense. But, um, you know, again... Um, I, I don't know what Oli's on. And then hopefully on the left, it would be someone like uh, Brandon Williams um, as the wing back. And I would go with Dallow on the other side, um, you know, just, you know, attacking because, you know, we know what AWB brings when it comes to attacking. Um, zero. So um, I'd go with Dallo uh, right wing back and then just depending on who's fit in defence I'd go Maguire Lindelof and uh, Tunzebi but again I don't, I, I, don't, I don't know who's fit but I, I just feel like we have to play our two up top or we're finished because yeah Martial on the left yeah it's, 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 it's not nice Cool uh, Dissy what are your feelings going into the Chelsea game? Firstly, in terms of our prospects, and secondly, how you think or hope we line up. Um, in terms of our prospects, I think they're very dire. I think we're going to lose um, pretty convincingly. Um, and when I say convincingly, I don't, I don't mean that we're going to lose like 4 or anything. But I mean, in terms of, like, I don't feel like, the, in terms of gameplay, it'll be a, I think it'll be a deserved victory for Chelsea. Um, how I think we'll line up, 
uh, we've seen a recent trend, especially when there's any form of injuries and we're playing uh, significantly, like a better opponent or a levels opponent, shall I say, Oli tends to revert for three at the back. So I see a three at the back, so like maybe a Luke Shaw, left central back with Lindelof and um, Maguire with, um, what's his face? Brandon Williams, left wing back, Wabasaka, right wing back, um, McTominay and Fred with Bruno, um, and then I'll say Marshall and Daniel James will, will probably start that way. Um, how I will start, I would never, ever play three at the back. Um, I'm not a fan of three at the back in general, and I'm definitely a fan of the back, fan of playing three at the back where you don't have the personnel. I feel like if you're playing three at the back, one, you need two very athletic um, central midfielders that can cover a lot of space. I feel like your uh, wing backs need to be almost winger-esque in terms of some of their skill sets. So either very, very good at getting in at the back posts and impact to the game or very good crosses like we saw. What's his name? Um, Marcos Alonso was like that. Very good crossing and he can nick goals. Um, or very direct um, dribbling threat. So we've seen Wolves play Adama at wing back. We've seen Oxley chamberlain do it for Arsenal. We've seen Victor Moses do it for um, Chelsea. You need to be a, you need to be a threat from because your wing backs are effectively your wide threat. And when we play the likes of Luke Shaw and Wan Bissaka, there, they're not they're not threatening under no um, circumstances. So I think that would be a mistake. What I would do is I'll play, I'll play four at the back always, always play four at the back because I think defense is our weakest. I don't know if four might be our weakest position. All defense, but you should, I will try limit the amount of defense we play. I would bring an Axel if he's fit. Uh, or buy if he's fit. I, I don't like Maguire or Lindelof, but that's probably controversial. I'll definitely play Brandon Williams and I'll play Juan Bissaka because Chelsea are actually quite good going forward. In midfield, I would play Bruno, Fred and Matic because um, McTominay is just a disastrous footballer. And then in the, in the attack, I will play Marshall, Greenwood and Igalo. Like, and that's not because I'm a fan of... <laughs> that's not to do because I'm a fan of Igalo. That's nothing to do because I think Igalo is a better striker than Martial. But I believe in playing the three best available of attackers. Daniel James, as I thought was very obvious from just watching his YouTube clips and then watching preseason, is not a good footballer. And it's not his fault. It's not. This is clearly a level too high for him. God bless him. But um, Pereira, absolutely not. Lingard, absolutely not. Mata... No, simply because we don't have enough possession to play matter anyway. So I'll play Greenwood like inside right, Marshall inside left, Igalo is a striker. But I wanna I wouldn't want our forwards to play wide at all. I want them to stay within the, the width of the box. So when we do put balls in the box, or when we do build that play, we've got three people in the box, we always seem to have one person in the box. And we're always expecting either Marshall or Rashford as the striker to do something against three or four defenders. So that's how I'll play. Sweet. So, despite that, neither of you expect us getting anything positive out of the game. So, Chelsea are higgy. So, Chelsea could literally give us the game because they're higgy like that. But I don't think it'll be. I think we kind of. I think we kind of lucked our way in many of the big games, and I feel like our luck is starting to run out. I think you just can't keep doing that in the in the big games. So, saying we can't keep getting away with this, basically, yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. So, obviously, looking at the table. Uh, my table starts at second. So you've got Manchester City on 51 <laughs> points. Uh, Leicester on 49 points. Uh, Chelsea 4, 41 points. Sheffield United, uh, fifth with 39 points. Tottenham, sixth, 37. Everton, 
seventh now with 36 and we are eighth with 35 wolves have 35 and they're a couple uh four goals behind us on goal difference so uh, if are we, we are, are we lacking in terms of games played uh yeah we're one game behind everton and one game behind sheffield united obviously we're so even yeah. So even if we win our game behind, we're still below Sheffield United. Is that correct? Yeah, that that is correct. Yes, sir. Um, Scary. So, if we lose this game against Chelsea, we go nine points behind them. Uh, nine points behind them with uh, twelve games to go. Since you guys are both aware, we have won uh, nine league games out of twenty-five. Uh, <laughs> is that curtains on our top four bid? If we if we lose this game, is this a a six-pointer uh, in mid-Feb? I yeah. think our top four bid is our top four bid is done anyway. We're competing with like five men. Like we even like we gotta get past Everton, uh Sheffield United, and Spurs, let alone Chelsea. So nah, we, I'm sure we've got to play all those teams again and they probably will beat us. So now yeah, our, our top four bid is definitely done and once Chelsea beat us on Monday, it's done done for good. Alright, great. Great, it's good stuff, man. All right, cool. So, <laughs> I mean, what do you want me to say about that, lads? All right, cool. So, uh, did you guys uh, check out the European football this weekend? Yeah, you did, yeah. yeah, cool. So, you would have probably seen uh, a certain six foot three striker bagging the fourth goal in a four two win against his team's oh. uh, biggest rivals. Obviously, this nigga yeah. running around like his pack, man. Shame to see. Obviously. With that, um, he tweeted, no, no tweet, when he was celebrating, he said, keep talking, it's obvious who he's coming out, it's coming out us lads, obviously he's listening yeah. to the pod, and R- Romelu, keep listening brother, we're, we're, doing, the, <laughs> we're doing the Lord's work out here, so yeah. with, with that being said, he's got 17 goals in 23 league games, 21 goals in 30 games, and what that has led uh, our fan bases to basically go into hysterics, obviously, so you've got Rodney who for some reason claims he was busy tonight, Normally able to come on, but it was busy tonight. Not, so, that used a bum, you know. Yeah, so Rodney, Rodney uh, said that if Lukaku wins the league, we shouldn't even let him get started. So um, I think we've spoken about Lukaku a few times on this pod, but I want you guys to break down uh, where you stand and why you stand where you stand. And going further, considering how our season has played out thus far, what he would could or couldn't have brought to the team if he was here now. So, uh, I'll go with you first, Disu. Um, So, where I stand with Lukaku, I actually like Lukaku as an individual. I've always been a fan of his, more to, to do with what, what he represents and where he's come from. His game, um, not for me, as the listeners know, and you don't know, I'm a fan of technical, highly technical players. Um, in terms of like the high level, so you're talking the top end of any European league, his technique is actually very, very bad. He's pretty decent dribbler at times. And he's got a good strike, but like he's like close control and doing things at speed is very, very bad. But he's a goal scorer. Um, in terms of us selling him, I had no issues of United selling him because I believe that he's a striker that's not suited to how any United team are going to play. I feel like you can only really benefit um, from a player like Lukaku if your team is highly, highly dominant. So you are always doing very well in games, situationally, and you are creating chances. So we saw Lukaku start off very hot for United when what he was like 13 and then 11 games, uh, when Pogba was doing bits, Matic was looking good, Mickey and Mata and Martial chances. So every game he was getting chances and scoring. 
But once chance creation becomes a rarity, he is really, 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 really not it. And with how things are panning out, Oli wasn't a fan, even though I don't really care what Oli says. So it just made sense for him to move on. The issue is they sold Lukaku for, what, 80 million euros or whatnot, and they didn't get somebody else in. So we lost two forwards in Sanchez and Lukaku and didn't bring one in. Or we got in Daniel James, who's pants. And we needed a forward anyway. So that's why I stand. I don't think United have lost out anything in Lukaku. Because I think if Lukaku was playing now, is he... The only difference is that when United start spamming and crosses the box, he's actually quite good at attacking the ball. But our delivery this year has been its worst ever. <laughs> Daniel James, um, Wan-Bissaka, just the deliveries have just been absolutely dire. So I don't think he really would have benefited from from United this season. And if you look at what Marshall and Rashford and Greenwood have done in terms of their goals, a lot of it is just individual quality and transition play. And that's neither are Lukaku's strength. So he's doing well. He's putting up great, great numbers. He's having a very good season for him. But I don't think it's something you're actually worried about in terms of Lukaku himself. It's more, what, where did Lukaku money go? And that's the main thing for me. So, so up there with the mysteries of where did the Arteta money go, man? But we'll let oh, the yeah. Ever- <laughs> we'll let the Everton fans speak on that. Uh, Seb, where do you stand in regards to uh, Lukaku? For me, it's exactly the same. I don't get this like people trying to revise history. I don't. I don't get it. like. I don't get why they're trying to change. Like we didn't see Lukaku fumble over the ball many times or mess up. You, you know dozens of counter-attacks I don't I don't get it like you want the same Lukaku who done that in this squad who argue like who like were probably worse than we was last year uh, because Pogba isn't playing so you want a a Pogba-less Man United to keep Man, uh, Lukaku on the pitch and then play wet because when you look at our decent you know, our decent periods this season, it's been good play between Martial and Rashford. That type of link-up play, Lukaku doesn't have. I do understand he's a good finisher. And um, even on your last point about spamming in crosses, he's not he's not good at moving in the box. So even if you go back to his, the goal he scored yesterday, that's a move that he's tried at United loads of times. And that's a move at United that he's he he what he does he just hides behind a, a, a player and it just because the cross was so good it got to him. But at United the cross that you have to be moving in the box like the level of crosses are not going to be pinpoint. And even so, like it was just one of those things where like. Like, I, like Lukaku does it all the time. Like he was, he'll peel off. Like, like I've seen him do it at United, and he, the, the, the defender will beat him. So for me, I'm not too fast about the goal he scored yesterday, or 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 his stats in general, because like I know Lukaku will always score goals. But what you would have to bring to the team to for Lukaku to be um, highly efficient isn't worth it for me. And as um, you know, everybody knows, and as DC stated, the issue wasn't letting Lukaku go. The issue was not bringing um, another player in. But for me, you had to let Lukaku go this season because you have to think about it. Oli has already made his choice with Marshall and Rashford. Yeah, if Lukaku would have stayed, there was murmurs of Oli playing Lukaku on the right wing. So obviously, you already know United needed a right winger. 
So there was murmurs of him playing Lukaku on the right wing. That's why Lukaku said, nah, he's going. Fair enough. Cool. If we don't sell him, his value goes down. Or imagine him playing right wing for the whole year and then we sell him next year um, to, and then we go get a, a, a striker. Lukaku, Lukaku right wing or Dan James right wing? Lukaku right wing. I'm not. That's that's not. That I'm not even. That that's that's fine. But I'm saying in terms of his value is going to go down anyway, and he didn't want to play there, so he didn't want to play there. So regardless of if he's better than Dan Dan James or whatever, he don't want to play there. He feels like he should be the main striker, and and you know that's 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 fair enough for him. But for me, I just feel like at Man United and at um you know, most of the top clubs in Europe, there's basics that you need to be able to do. And one of the basics is, you know, hold up the ball, um, hold up the ball, link up play, bring your bring bring your other teammates into play and score crucial goals in big games. The fourth goal in the 94th minute of stoppage time wasn't the game winner, um, regardless of what Man United fans have been at me today. It was not the game winner. Yep, it was a nail in the coffin. Fair enough. Yeah, man. Well done for scoring in the 94th minute. Um, but I, it wasn't I can't game. believe that angle, Seb. It, it, like, hey, we need to remove this game winner talk from football Twitter and football. Like, if you score the second goal on a 2 0 victory, that's not the game winner. That's if not the score, game If you score 1 0, if you, if you know and you score in the 15th minute, that's not the game winner. It's not the like, game winner, man. Like, the game winner. What am I talking about? Nah, people and, were just still there at me. They were just chatting shit. And I was just like, listen, fair enough, cool. He scored, I'm happy, he scored AC Milan that are not the AC Milan um, of old. He scored against them, that's that's fine. But um, it doesn't it doesn't change a difference. We saw Luca, we saw what he was doing. He was running, he was ru- he was running with the ball and he went on to he went on the other side of the remember that when he went on the <laughs> other side <laughs> When he went on the other side of the white line and lost the ball, we've seen him trip over the ball. We've seen him... He, we've seen a striker lose us a game by giving City goals. Like He's done a madness for us and not in a good way. Like That's yeah, what I'm quick, trying to say. Like, quickly said being that point, yeah. I think he's... I think... United fans need to absolutely allow it. Like, allow it, fans, man. Just allow it, man. You legit watched him for two years. So his best league tally was 16 and he got 12 the year after. Rashford is gonna, probably going to be 16 and Rashford's played and Rashford's a legit player in um, left wing. Um, another point is, in the big games, Lukaku is not reliable whatsoever. <sighs> whatsoever. He's missed chances. I remember Liverpool away with Junior No, Marshall put at the plate. He missed. Um, oh, the wow. game... He conceded two goals and then I think Rashford got us one back. It was 2-1. I remember Marshall laid it on the plate for him again. He missed. He had a good game against Chelsea where he scored and assisted. He had a pretty good game against um, Liverpool when Rashford scored two games was bullying them. But when most of us, I remember, in fact, when we lost 3-0 to Spurs at home, Lukaku missed four great chances. Four. Not one, not two, not three. Four. Was that the game where he went round the keeper on his right foot? Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. I I was defending him, you know. I I was defending... So, people out of me, like, I wasn't a Rom fan. I was a Rom fan. I was defending Rom to the very end. Like... But when it co- when enough is when enough is enough, like you just can't be like you, I'm, you just. Have to I'm, be- I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry. If you look at Marshall and Rashford's record in the big games, and these guys, first of all, in the main at time, especially on the Jose Mourinho, they were splitting their minutes, and they play. And 
at least one of them is playing out wide. Their big game record in terms of performances and goals absolutely destroys Lukaku's. Destroys, and Lukaku's been playing the Premier League for longer. So two things can be true. Lukaku can be right to hit back on the haters because Lukaku gets a lot of hate. And really and truly, he's, he's got a very good career. He's a top scorer for his country. He scored goals to Everton. He did he did marginally okay at United and now he's doing bits for Everton. So he can if he's getting disses, he could yeah, look, I'm doing my thing. I, I hear that. But Man United fans, you actually watched him play. And our attack is actually better without Lukaku. And that's just facts. Like our problem is chance creation. That's our problem. Yeah, that's you have it. to remember it's uh, it's the absence thing. One somebody's not a brown and it's been so long since they've played, people forget what they actually what they're they're doing. Doing. people are not even there. watching the full inter games yeah people <laughs> are not watching they're not, they're not even mm. watching the they saw him score a header in the 94th minute and that's what people are buzzing over and the Man. celebration and whatnot they're not Man, even watching the full games how many games yeah did you you got to a point where you literally see Pogba and Martial and Mata legit tell Lukaku where to go Oh my god! That's how bad it was. I, I remember one game, Pogba literally stopped to be like, "Fam, what are you on, bro? Like, what, what are you doing?" And, and, and also, like, yeah, and also, even so, even forget the football, forget the football. Yeah, he came back seven kg overweight. <laughs> like, come on, man! Like now, you now you're taking a piss. Now you're now you're heavy. Do you know what I mean? That's a fact. You came back seven kg. Over your weight, do you know what I mean? He wasn't taking it serious at United, do you know what I mean? So I don't get what United fans want. He 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 was just he, he wasn't taking it serious. He came back seven kg overweight, so he wasn't performing off the field and on the field. You know what it was on, like I don't get. Leave it away, Leave it away. And it also, yeah. Sorry, also, yeah. Look at Lukaku's performance, yeah. And then go back and Ibra, even go check Ibra, 38 or 30 or 37 when he was at United, yeah? He was a bum and missed bare chances. But the the type of goals that Ibra scored for Man United, Lukaku could never. No, no, Ibra was, United was so much better than Saturday Because United, United didn't really have a start of play, but we knew that you could just give the ball to Ibra, he'll make it stick. Listen. And then bring, like he'll, I remember a game we played, I think. United beat Spurs 1-0 and this one Mickey ran through and smacked it, yeah. Mm. That game, United was just lumping it to Ibra and Ibra was um, bullying Vertonghen um, and all the way around. Like, United actually, like, Ibra, even, he actually scored quite a lot of goals even though he uh, missed bare, but Ibra was so much better than Lukaku. So much better. And he was 35. So, nah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm probably not having it. Sweet. All right, lads. Um, what, Brian, I'm going to give you an opinion. On Lukaku, I think he's a fucking joker. Like, <laughs> I'm looking... <laughs> I rate him like he's a ruthless youth, but bruv, like, you're not good enough to be stick-talking. But I get it. I get it. Like, that's... He's one of them people, like, he feels themselves on, like, the hate and the animosity. Yeah. So that's what... That's he loves what he feels, Bro, he still does the same things in Italy, like, tripping over the ball and, like, running out of play with it. But the only thing is, Italy, their man can't handle the PMP. So obviously here, where the PMP like your your defenders were like, no, no, get into it with you over there. The, Lukaku is taking the ball from his own half, miscontrolling with every touch, yeah. But he's getting he's getting all the way to the opposition <laughs> box, and he's laying yes, it. That's cool. Like 
all fair dues to you, brother. But how many goals do you think he's getting in this Manchester United team? Do not oh, forget exactly. what this man was doing, bro. Do not forget the pain that he brought to we, us we, on we, a we, weekly we, basis. Yeah, on a weekly we, basis, we, bro. And the thing is, like, yes, cool. Um, we don't create a lot of chances, but he wasted so many chances as well. So you say I think he's an emphatic finisher. I don't even know if I'd say he's clinical, to be honest with you. Yeah, he's not clinical. He's emphatic <laughs> when he finishes and it goes in the shot, like because he's power. Like I respect exactly. that, but. Is how, he many time, how many times? How many, how many times do you see Lukaku go for a goal and a little dink or a little curl in the far corner? He just pams it, bro. Like that, that's how he makes his chance to take Liverpool. <laughs> like Marshall slipped him through. Fucking Allison or whoever was in goal was right in front of you. You just pam it in his chest, bro. Like where's your composure? Like there's what there's two things that Lukaku used to do that he's pissing me off and he still does it. Yeah, it's a counter attack. It's a two-one-two. Yeah, and he always go for that reverse ball. Always because it bangs a couple of times against Arsenal. Everything bangs against Arsenal because Arsenal are dead. Like mm. you'll, you'll have a man free on the left here yeah, and try to do a reverse ball to nobody. Or when we used to play, yeah, when we used to get to him in the channels, he would just cut his hand across, no matter who's in the box. Like he thought he was crossing inshallah before KDB even knew what going. Like he would just cut inside and cross and the ball, just, bro. And let's cross it. And that was so sick. That's how I show Sierra's a joke thing because Conte's out here getting all the bums from, from the prep. He's got Moses, um, he's got Young, he's got Lukaku, he's, he's got, got He's got Moses, yeah, right wing back and Young left wing back. I'm actually screaming. Like. Bro, these men, <laughs> uh, you cannot turn around and tell me these men are not bums, bro. They are certified <laughs> bums, bro. You've got to put that whole league, get that whole league, yeah? Put it in rice. Put that, no, get no, that no, holly, no. put it in the bin, put it in rice, put it wherever you want to put it. Even Chris Smalling, he's starting to slip up now. He's making mistakes. I knew it. I knew he wasn't good. He couldn't, he couldn't. <laughs> I knew he wasn't no, no. good. Anybody no, wrote no. an offer us, grab that with two hands, bro. I knew no, he was not good. I know an Italian, yeah, and I'll speak to him about Italian ball, and he's like, yo, Chris Smalling has been the best of in the Serie A. I said, yeah, yeah, see that league? Yeah, cancel that. Cancel Colts so I can cancel Kanye, we can cancel Syria. I don't hear nothing because like, man, 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 man got Conte to the magazine with the worst prep players. Conte's out. Conte's out here. Fam, if, you see, if you see Juventus squad and Conte's at level of points with them, yeah, fam. It's crazy. It's cr- this episode is sponsored by Schwans.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. But obviously, yeah, he's, clock, he's clocked that league. You know when you just know a league and how to get wind in it? Yeah, Conte's yeah. like, okay, cool. I'll bring in I'll bring in expired PMP, which is like fucking the NFL compared to the Italian dogs. Yep. And it's getting pampers. Yeah, that's, no, literally, that's literally what it is. So in terms of Lukaku, I don't think we're missing him. Really, we're missing the goals. I mean, he's better than Igalo. Let's keep it a buck, man. Boy, I don't know, because... Yeah. I don't know, boy. I don't know. I have to see it first. Like, hope I hope and praise for yeah? Hope and praise for Let him land still. Let the eagle land. Let the eagle land. Yeah, trust me. Hope and praise for yeah? Hey, 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 if Akala does a madness, yeah, these pods will be so lit. I can't even lie. Hey, don't even try and, like, entertain it in your head, bruv. 
He'll get If he gets two goals, he's done well, cuz. Sato was so funny, yeah, that the listeners don't even understand, yeah. Is that <laughs> before Agalo came, yeah, Morel was putting up memes of Magalo in our group chat. <laughs> That's why it's so funny to me that you was putting the Magalo meme with um with the Watford mascot. Yeah. I was like, wait. And then we actually signed him like two, three weeks later. <laughs> get him to, bruv, get him to the theatre and now let him do his thing. That's it. Or if if he can just give me that one celebration with Fred the Red, I'm all right. I'm all right. What? We finished we finish 10th. We finished 10th, but I get that celebration with Fred the Red. Are you mad? So, yeah, we'll, so, <laughs> I get it. But, I mean, in terms of the market, it made sense. For the money that we were getting, I don't think we would have gotten that um, sort of money for Lukaku again. So, to get that... Um, yeah, because they would have gotten somebody else. They would have gotten somebody else. And then that would have been and, it. And they didn't even want to pay it. Like, it was literally like we haggled wealth to get our money back. One of the so few it was times literally... we've actually done good business selling, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, well, Conte would have probably got a Ghana instead, fam, so... <laughs> and he probably have ten goals in Syria anyway. Conte put pressure for Lukaku though. He was he, like he was angry. He wanted Rom done. Like, so that's 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 what nice does in it. So for for us like and and when you look at like United and you know you're you're a bit wary of our finances. We needed to get that deal done, man. Word, word, word. So, um, between the two of you, you guys may or may not have seen this. Uh, Fred had an interview recently, aka Pastor Fred. Uh, have you guys heard about it? Yeah, yeah. I, I've about? seen, I've heard about it, but I haven't like read anything called this. Uh, okay, cool. So, I'll just give you a kind of overview. So, basically, <laughs> Pastor Fred's coming out with a stick talk. Few, few games playing well, you know, and now he's gotten a bit gassed. So. Just oh, is it? Oh, I, I I just saw the one. I saw the clip of him talking about the pasta Fred nickname, innit? it? Nah, uh, okay. Now nah, he said a lot more still. So, he said something about Ollie's Ollie's training. He said a lot more. Let me just give you some of the quotes. So uh, we're lacking a lot right now. First of all, we need to figure uh, out things on the pitch. We are lacking creativity, especially in midfield. Med- uh, also, remember, he's part of that midfield. We also need yeah, to improve as a group. Our group lacks the sticking together mentality. We have lots of problems. There are a lot of discussion. Every group has this sort of problem, but ours has this. Vanity is also an issue. We need to stop this and just run on the pitch. We need to stick a goal inside our minds, focus on it and go forward. We need to be on the same page and today some players have different objectives. There are players that just want to solve problems alone and this is wrong. Uh, but he backed Oli. He's a great person, great coach. It's a new job, a young coach. Has his ups, has his downs, like every coach and every player has. But he's improving and I'm sure he will improve a lot and help us get where we want to be. Um, talking about his form. This form is down to him because he's been working really hard and when he got the chance now that... Oh no, sorry, that was Oli talking about him. So I won't go into that because I don't really want to hear what Oli has to say. So, yeah, what do you lot think of... Fred's quotes. First of all, I'm gonna start off out of pocket. <laughs> out of pocket. Alright, you've had two two good games. Keep your head down, son. Now you stuck your neck out. Now you suck it because we were happy to allow you. Do not... You can't go back there. Yeah, yeah. Now we're on you, bro. Now we're on you. Now we're holding you to the standards of proper midfielders. Like we were just happy that you could basically run in a straight line. And actually kick a football into the middle third of the pitch. But now you're coming out talking about people's egos, etc., etc. Uh, who do you think he's calling out? Not I sure. think 
I think he's calling out um, um, Tomine, um, Pereira, <laughs> Marshall. You think um, he's calling Rashford. out Bob yeah, yeah, because you talk about midfield lacks creativity. Who are you talking about? Yeah. You're talking about himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about these, but still, but, <laughs> but I'm creative. Hey, chat to your boys. Man's pissing it through the lines. You get me? Like, like Tommy, there, you know? Like, no, 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 no. You're, this is one of the. Okay. I was really heated today when I saw the McTominay quotes. You don't, you don't know how McTominay quotes get me in it. And I've just about calmed down. But after hearing this, I'm gonna fucking lose it. It's man all right. Like, it's man all right. I can't believe he's talking like he's Roy he's talking like he's Roy Keane. Like he, he actually is running around talking like he's pack. He's not, bruv. Like, how are you talking about man individual creativity? Bro, you play in midfield fam. I ain't seen you create a chance all season. All season. All season. This and this is what this is what I hate about the the lack of um, consistency in reporting and the lack of energy from fans because if that was Pogba and Pogba's one of the only I'll say only Pogba I'll say only Pogba and Rashford are the and DDG and DDG only because of history yeah are the only three people in this squad allowed to talk wicked yeah the only ones and Fred's talking wicked about what the team does are you alright you're one of the problems you're one of the problems you even in his decent good performance, decent games, yeah, he's still getting pammed off the ball on a, on a quick thing. Like, go to the gym first. You're talking way too recklessly. And I'm not a fan. I've never been a fan of coaches or teammates calling out each other in public. I just think it's bad vibes. And I think it's just a, I think it's just a, I think it's just a dickhead thing. So, you saying this, why is that going to make any impact? What do you think? Okay, let's say he's dissing Marshall Pereira and McTominay. Oh my God, Fred said this. Okay, I want to I wanna knuckle down. Who are you in the club, bruv? That man all are more peas than you. You think Marshall and your backs are listening to a man like Fred? Man's like, fam, you might, you'll be a chapter of Donetsk in two years, bro. So you stay calm. I'll play out of Zenit next year. It's a joke to you. I can't believe the audacity of him. That's insane. Talk about a lack of self-awareness. Talk, Jesus I'm Christ. Here for it. I'm here for it, man. And the, fi- and the, the blood thing is that... No, 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 no. I'm on him. You get... You get them, you get them, Donnie saying, Oh, server, you gotta apologize. Look what he said next the, the following week. <laughs> you know what I mean, like, come on, bro. Like, that's why I ain't apologizing. Guys to are scrubs, out of man. pocket. Lads are out um, of pocket. Um, she said, she said, she said, this is what I hate. This is what I hate about football fans, yeah. Is okay, I understand holding good players or high standard, but this is the thing we do when the players we expect less of do okay. To, yeah, lower we, start to reward, we start to reward them. So certain yeah. games when Rashford was clearly the best player on the pitch, yeah. people are like, oh, I think Fred should get married and match, you know, Fred will win man of the match. And Fred will win player of the month for putting in a few seven out of tens. This is why I don't fuck with gassing up mediocre players who play okay. Because now man's talking like he is like he's Zico. Stay um, calm, act. That's okay, like he's peak Javi, like, like he's been bossing the midfield. <laughs> he's a sicko, bro. Fred is a we, sicko. Still. It was only, it was only, it was only the other day. We'll get who, who do we hold a two? Who do we hold a two piece from? Burnley. You are part Burnley. of that. Allow, allow me, bro. Absolutely, Pat. What did you? What did you create that day? This guy was just I'm whacking it with his right foot. He doesn't have a right foot, but he persists to shoot with his right foot. It doesn't make no sense, bro. No, no. When when Fred when Fred took that free kick against City, I was heated. I was I, heated. I, wait, wait. I don't. Every everybody like in their heads was like, Matt, 
It makes sense. Exactly. Everybody in the head. Everyone in the whole. Matt every Man United fan. That away, you know? And if he's not and Matt putting is it putting away, that away, it's going bro, very close. How many close times still. have we seen? How many times have we seen Mata does not sky free kicks? Like, very rarely you'll see Mata have an off-target. Like, it might be weak, keeper saves it, whatever. Yeah, but, but it's, it's on target. target 99% of the time. Everybody, every United fan is like, listen, yep, Mata's taking it. Fred, now, I don't I don't get it. Like, I, I, when when have you ever been that guy? Like, I, I, I honestly don't get it. It's like, he thought they he was going to be like, They yeah. waved him off, bruv. Bruv, Him and, and, and Pereira the, the waved off he, Mata because he, because, he, because he scored some in training. Like, come yeah, on. Yeah, well, 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 Oli said that I was heated as well. That's how you know, that's how you know, the defense. What you think, you think if you think if fucking if Rodri was slapping his free kicks in training when it comes to a match, Rodri's yeah, telling um, KDB and David Silva to stay come off. This is what I mean. This, this man is a fucking plonker, bro. He's a PE teacher, bro. Like, it's a joke thing, guys. a joke thing, bro. Oli should be driving. Oli should be. Oli should be driving trains. He should be with a fucking man yeah. on the team. Oli's a simple still, man. He, yeah, he definitely, yeah. he no, definitely I, is a fuck. No, I can't. Say, I can't. You are more heated than that. You are more heated than that. No, 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 no. Man said, "Vanity, are you all right? Are you all right? Are you all right?" I've never heard Rooney really call out. I don't think I've heard Rooney really call out players. Man, Fred, Fred. Fred uh, fucking uh, Fred no, fucking no, no. Go, goes to church once and now he's can <laughs> preach to everybody. Like, <laughs> I'm actually going to live up to the Pastor Fred name. All yeah. right, uh, so just to close up, let's uh, go through the listeners' questions for this week. Uh, I'm going to start with one from a regular listener, Aliquam Scripto. Uh, how was the week without having to watch Maguire run through custard? <laughs> <laughs> I respect Maguire, man. That's my boy, man. So, so why do you do this? Them stocks, yeah, are, pl- them stocks are plummeting. Penny stocks. Nah, no. I got penny faith. Stocks. I got faith. I was just about to say, Seb is a penny stock merchant. I got <laughs> faith. What? I got faith, <laughs> man. Seb is that guy that's in a gambling shop every day thinking he's going to make it big one day. Cause yep, yep. <laughs> yep, yep. I got faith. I got faith. Nah. Uh, I'm so happy. Yeah, it's been a nice relaxing week. We're back. We're back on Monday. Hey, quickly, did you did you not see did you not see um the guy who tweeted about oh not a picture of it, um Maguire he's like oh the most disrespected guy in that top three defender in the world or in the legal side and then somebody was like yeah like all you need is just a quick quick stroke at the back oh that's good enough to play next to him. I'm, I said, huh? I, blo- I blocked that person that tweeted that, that. centre back thing. But yeah, that's what it is. All you need is a world class centre back. So what? Someone who's better is. than him to carry him. Jeez. Okay, basically. So how much basically, basically, all we need is to buy the player that we should have bought in the first place to make Maguire good at football. Okay, safe. Mad. Cool. Uh, got another question from H Genimo. Can you dis- guys discuss how many players? who have redeemed their reputations after leaving United. Obviously not at the same level of competition, but it's been quite a few players who've struggled here then done a lot better elsewhere. Do you know what player I think has made people say this? From? Di Maria. From a bit. But I think the main one is people have been really paying attention to Di Maria balling out for PSG. Um, Di Maria? I think Bearman has. I think Bearman has. So let's let's put together a quick list firstly. So Di Maria. Yeah, Blind. Blind. 
Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Did you say Blind, but was he really playing bad when he left? No, no, no. It was a He's rep at Man United, so I think he was disrespected by yeah, like exactly. Sun United fans. Yeah, so okay, I feel like... Right, cool. I, I, yeah, I, I, I like, Di Maria, Blind, Falcao? I don't know, you know. He was, yes, he, yes. Did he, I can't remember, man. I can't remember. I don't I mean, know if in, he, in, that, he in, the, in, the, in that one season, they started to do bits. Remember, and he came to Etihad and he chipped the life out of my... Ah, oh, yes, yes, Falcao. yes. Z- Zaha? Zaha, yep. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, Memphis. Memphis. Ah, I've got reservations about putting that one on there. Memphis. Memphis, but please know my reservations. Memphis. Memphis, definitely. Okay, man, Mr. Memphis. Thursday night name. Thursday night Neymar. Go on. Nah, he's clapping the champions league, bro. Thursday night Neymar, cuz. Check the statistics, cuz. Did you just go like four league goals last season? Anyway, keep going. Nah. Trending Sunday's name, bro. Just back after the time, bro. Trending Sunday's name. Nah, this is Seb, guy. Seb, you're sick of that. (laughs) Seb, you're actually sick. Trending Sunday's name, All right. Cool. Uh, Who else we got? Nah, Uh, Seb's sick, you know. Nah, that's that's up there, Steve. Um, Di Maria, Blade, Falcao, Zaha, Memphis... Uh, hey, hey, shout out, shout out, you lot's boy, and the Herrera, yeah? Big news. Hey, that's a man who hasn't, face... that's a man who hasn't prospered since the That's a man that stops with plummeting. <laughs> hey, hey, Herrera you know, sold his soul, yeah, for the back, yeah? Hey, it's disgusting because he... I saw, hey, I, he he doesn't squads. I saw PSG fans tweeting about him. They said, take him back. They said he's the worst. Yeah. What he does is just run and kick people. Oh, hey, like, I told, like, I, like I was telling people, fam, all he, all that, all that brother does, yeah, is just one run. He don't even make match day squads. Herrera, is a idiot. But do, do you know why? I'm saying, well. For me, I feel like yeah, Herrera should have stayed because if Herrera stayed, you don't see Tomini. But if Herrera stayed, United don't buy someone like United won't invest in the midfield. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's, no it's, it's, a, it's a, There's no Bruno if there's Herrera. There's no Bruno if Herrera stays 100%. So it's, it's a bit of a weird one, like... But, yeah, man, I'm, I'm happy he's gone regardless, man. Sweet. Cool. So I've got a list of about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven players. Let's talk about uh, how it went at United and why they're thriving where they're thriving. So let's start with Di Maria. Did I started Di Maria. Yeah. He, he was... He was really good up until that November, and then I remember with, we had a few injuries, and, and for some strange reason, LBG changed to three five two, Dimari up front, which makes absolutely no sense. And then literally, I think from winter, Dimari is just, was just like, oh, I thought this LBG guy. And you can even see in these performances, like Dimari will literally come in and just cross from anywhere. Like he proper did not care. Like he was not asked. And then obviously, eventually, he got benched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then Black Rose benched him. Oh yeah, then then the young game for the cheeky two bumps, <laughs> cheeky two, cheeky two, that black voice stretch. But yeah, Dimri, people forget that when he first came in, he was looking mad. Oh, yeah. he looked he's mental. He, I thought he, he, saved, he, he saved us. Like I was thinking, yeah, Dimri is the savior. He was absolutely killing it, yeah. But then, yeah, man, when that told off, that was actually sad because he was actually a baller. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah, that's, and obviously that's, that's one of our best. Worst, that's one of our best and worst signings, like in recent years, because he was actually sick. But like, just the way he told off. Because usually, when we sign somebody, like it's just like 
a steady shitness. Do you know what I mean? Or they, <laughs> or like they don't reach the heights. Like it's just like, oh, cool. Like they're sick, but they ain't reached the heights or whatever. Di Maria hit the ground running, absolute mental. Who was who was the team that he, when he chipped the keeper when he done that scoop? Oh, like it was absolute mental. That game was then, mental though. Like the bro. way we lost that. Oh, mate. Uh, I feel yeah. like that was no, a big we, at the end for him. No, real talk, man. Real talk, man. That was sad the way that that he dropped off. Cool. Um, yeah, if you, if you see if you see him now at PSG, he's just like playing with high quality players, really. And then you could just see his class, whether he's playing in midfield or playing out wide. Like he's he's definitely top three players I've seen live. I've seen him live a couple of times at United, and I see I saw him live in Paris. He, he's he's a sensational player, man. Sensational mm. player. Cool, um, Memphis. Because I mean, you're gonna force us to discuss it. So yeah, let's speak on Memphis. I'm gonna be really honest with you. The only thing Memphis has changed from United is that he plays in a different position. And he just he he scores goals. But when I've watched him, he looks exactly the same. Uh, Memphis is exactly the same player, but he just scores goals because he's been playing up front. That's literally I, it. No, no. I, I think the difference between them two is, um, I think, yeah, he's playing. He plays a lot of centrally. He started off playing wide, but he does operate centrally a lot as well. And I think one of the main differences is that he's a bit more trim, and Definitely. he's a lot more confident. Definitely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and he's a lot more confident. Like the issue with Memphis was, okay, he started off um, pretty poorly, and then he got into like a little decent stretch off the time. With the him, and Shaw. him and Shaw, him and Shaw were boys. Yeah, they were yeah. linking up down the left side. Yeah. I remember that. And then um, and then when um, I think Marshall got injured, and then we had a game when Rashford bus gets Arsenal, and he, in that period he was playing really really well, and then he did he had like a it was Liverpool away. I think he gave away a penalty or gave away a goal in the Europa League and from then LVG said uh, nope <laughs> he mm. after that LVG binned him off and then under Jose he literally got no shot but when you but when you see him under with Leon I think obviously definitely being the bigger fish in a small pond helps where he's he's not watching over his shoulder like when players who play under LVG and under Jose like if things aren't working you're scared to take the same risk you usually take unless you've got that status in a team where you know you're not going to get dropped. Whereas at Leon, he can do the flicks, he could do the pop-ups. Um, anyway, we've seen him score from the halfway line against PSG. Like, he's done mad stuff. And I think this year, his numbers are really, really good. And obviously being, again, one of the bigger players for Holland and having responsibility for Holland, he's he's grown as a player. He, I think he's a good player. All right, cool. Um, Zaha. See, Zaha, I think he just came here too early. He came in too early and Fergie left, didn't it? Like, I, Fergie I, I, even I absolutely destroyed him. I don't agree. I, I don't agree with my. I think I agree with Seb. I just think it's just when he came. It wasn't yeah, it happens. early. It literally it, happens just, to so it, many players. He like, has the manager. The manager. He's a player since uh, he the, wasn't that good when we signed him. Man. No, no, no. No, no. Has, no but that's. But yeah, but the thing is, remember, we signed him as a young prospect. A young prospect. Like, you, you're not expecting. Man. Like, you're not expecting him to be Sterling. When he first but played for Liverpool, ain't the same player as Sterling now. Like there's gonna be an element of natural development, but he barely got a chance. He was under a Moise a Moise Gizor, who Moise didn't know what the hell he was doing, and he barely got a chance. And then he had to go back down down the league. But I think if he was under Fergie or any other progressive manager who was trying to bleed him and slowly but surely, at least he would get the opportunity to you know develop his game. But he didn't really get that opportunity. Like I think, I think Zaha think is just opportunity. I think Zaha was always going to be a good player because his attributes were too sick. He's a one v one demon and he's got PMP, so he was always going to be at the very worst 
a threat and a, and a useful player. So it was just about how you utilise that. And he just didn't get a chance. And why they didn't get a chance? Because worse man not getting chances. We're still playing young and Valencia on the wings, bro. That's nuts, cause like Welbeck left wing on the It's Like, come on, fam. Like, yeah, nah. We'll play Welbeck left wing and Mata right wing. Do you know how nasty that is on the Moyes? Jesus Christ. Oi, United have suffered. Oi. Oi. Come on. Fucking hell, bro. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, when you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before. We're hospital grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doing our part. He was with a competent centre-back and he was, in a, he was in the best team in his league. But he has natural ability, so... When you've got a when you've got a competent and a big unit next to you, he can do all of the ball playing and all of like the secondary stuff. Do you know what I mean? He hasn't got to be the main centre back. He was in he was at United where he was the best centre back <laughs> in the poor team. Do you know what I mean? Whereas he's just a secondary second centre back now. Do you know what I mean? And he he's got time. Um, you know, and then Ajax have a clear style of play. So when he has the ball, do you know what I mean? There's always options for him to play the ball, whether it's a, a, a lovely diagonal pass or or playing it into the middle and triangles and, and whatnot. It, there's a clear style of play there. And yeah, like, yeah, he's a defender and whatnot, but there's more onus on him to set up attacks and just... Um, you know, just kind of like be a chauffeur, really. Yeah, I think I think you know, I really criminal, criminally missed out with Ben because I thought he was his performances as an individual was very good. Like Amazing. our best offensive, our best offensive stretch was when we under LVG when we had Blind and Smallest in the back. Yes. Blind was quality, and the thing with Blind, he also en- enables he kind of gives the managers a get out of jail free card because he's so sick on the ball at finding players through the line or diagonal passes. That yeah, even if you're crap at build up, Blind will still find a man you get. And he, I've seen Blin play against Mane, against Lukaku, against Willian, and he still doesn't get PMP because he's just that smart. So it was a very, very terrible. I, I always hate that. So and I knew when Jose came in, the round was on the wall because you know what Jose is about. But yeah, just playing for Ajax, playing for a team that's has an identity, um, even playing for Holland, another team that's an identity. You just saw his class, and it's just a, it's just embarrassing that out of all the defenders we have, Jose, Rojo, uh, Smalling, like. Blind is much better than Maguire. Like, he's much better than Lindelof. And we paid 130 or whatever it is for both of them. Shall I tell you what's so mad, yeah? Jose is such a sicko. He was like, because he pammed Blind, yeah, from before he got here. He was like, oh, we don't want... Uh, he doesn't want players that can play multiple positions. He wants a specialist. He wants... I remember him saying that. Yeah, I remember him saying that, and that's why he panned Blind because he thinks like, Blind. He couldn't drop Blind for so long because Blind kept playing well, and yeah. then Blind made one mistake. I forget the game. I guess KDB City away. Yeah, yeah. and that was his excuse to drop him, man. But well, he had he, to wait he never liked ages, him. man. Yeah, he, he never liked him. Well, that's crazy. Uh, I, yeah. All right. It's a good game, lads. 
Falcao. Uh, uh, we we got him at the wrong time because he saw it with Chelsea as well. He was still fucked, man, from that injury. Like he went to Chelsea, he done the same thing. So for us, like for me, I I don't feel like it was a thought of United. However, I did go and watch Falcao play for United, and it's basically the similar thing. It's a similar thing that we're going through now. Falcao made a lot of runs off the ball and never received the ball. His movement was um, sick still. Amazing. Never, ever, ever, ever received the ball. And I feel like that's one thing that didn't leave him. The rest, maybe his touch and all of the other stuff were was a bit off, but he still made sick movements off the ball where if you got the ball, he would always be dangerous, but we never gave him the ball. Um Again, I didn't watch him for play play for Monaco when he left Chelsea, but I'm assuming he got the ball in those dangerous areas. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. Cool. So, you think that's timing? And, I mean, I've got Sanchez and Lukaku. We've spoken on um, Lukaku. Sanchez is not. Sanchez already looks twice the player looked at when he was here. I don't think so. Right. I, I don't. I don't think so. I think, I think Sanchez in the final third is always going to be a competent player. Like it's not it's like in the box, in and around the box. Sanchez will always be competent. It's everything before that, everything before the final third. Even going up to, even getting to the final third is a struggle for him. His legs are totally gone. So yeah, he he, he done he, he he got an assist and 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 whatnot the other day, and that, that's cool. But everything leading up to the final third is an absolute myth. Sanchez is the type of player that. Instead of United, he should have gone City. And at City, he'll be great because all their work, like most of their work is in the final third. Do you know what I mean? Like they, he, he, would be, he, would have, he would be loving it at City. But for, for a team that actually has to build and players have to, you know, be a bit more, uh, put a bit more effort in and maybe bring the ball up the pitch a bit more, it's impossible, man. It's, it's, it's impossible. His legs are gone. All right. Uh, Dissi, do you agree with him? Yeah, fuck Sanchez, bud. <laughs> <laughs> nice and concise there from Disu. All right, cool. Uh, another question from H. Genomo. With no Europe looking realistic, besides paying very well and football heritage, what can United <laughs> offer to any in-demand player or manager for that matter? What is the pitch that will affect, attract them over another top team like Juve, Barca, Madrid, City, Liverpool, etc.? There's, there's nothing. There's nothing. I said, I said it to some United fans the other day they was talking about um, the Davis kid from Bayern and I said why are you guys talking about him he is never leaving Bayern for Manchester United like they, we could not grab we in this current state could not grab any player at a top club that doesn't want to leave and most of the players are currently happy like we can't grab nobody we have no pull anymore when players come to the Prem, they want to go to City, they want to go to Liverpool, yeah? Or we could grab a player if City and Liverpool don't want them and because Jose's at Spurs, they want to stay away from Jose, i.e. Bruno, because Bruno was supposed to go to Spurs, but he don't want to, He didn't want to play under Jose Mourinho. That is, that's what we're in. And we are going through a period that Liverpool went through where Liverpool grabbed players... From, play, from they they grabbed fringe names, so names where okay people knew the names, but you know they weren't as highly rated. So we have to go 
and use our scouting system. And we have to look at these players that maybe, you know, the players like Ziek, they know the name, but people still they're not too they're not they're not too sure. For me, I'm sure, but they're not too sure. We have to go and gamble on those type of players. We're not going to get any of those, you know, high level players. Let's, that's a pipe dream. The only way that happens if is, is if Pochettino comes in. Yeah. If Pochettino comes in, I, I can like a lot of players want to go and play for Poch. Yeah, somebody and mentioned I, I, this on another pod. I don't think he has any pool. What what is his pool though? Do you know what? Do you know why I know he has pool? Because and N- Don was a player that was spoken about a lot. He wanted to leave Leon and go play for Poch. Now it's come out, Yannick Bellassi spoke about Bruno was going to play for Poch. Um, but Pochettino left, left Spurs. I feel like players want to come and play. For, yeah, you for say Pochettino. that, but I think those are players we could have. We could well, we've gotten Bruno, and I think we could have gotten Dumbele as well. Uh, maybe, I don't think maybe, I don't think maybe. Poch is grabbing any top player from any of these clubs that you speak of. Then that, that then then again, that means that we're finished. I just think we have to adjust the market that we're shopping in. We just have 100%. to adjust the market. Yeah, yeah. Like, what Liverpool does. They adjusted their market. They went and grabbed, went and grabbed the Suarez. He wasn't in favour. They went and the, grabbed the market, the, the market Liverpool shopping in it was the smartest market ever mm. because is 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 the market that eventually the players that they're shopping for are the ones that end up that it's should it's end up at, at Real Madrid anyway. It's just yeah. that they're getting them the stage before because um, Mane, Mane is world class. I'll say Van Dijk is world class. Salah's world class. These are players. Uh, Robertson's world class. These are players that went up the big clubs. Like unless a player comes straight from the academy of Real Madrid, Barcelona, Bayern, Manchester United, or Man City or Chelsea, you have to buy the player from somewhere. So it's about getting these players before they get that big, big hype and status. Why is it always? Why do all people have to wait for a man to go to Dortmund or a man to go yeah. to Leon to do the magazine yeah. before you go buy him? You see what I'm yeah. saying? So maybe this is a good thing for Manchester United instead of just trying to always get. Don't get me wrong. I'm not against getting marquee signers as long as they fit the right profile. You get. But there are certain players, like for example, Dembele was at was at Rennes or was it was it not? Yeah. Like yeah. Then he then he went Dortmund. Oh, okay. Now. 116 million. Haaland's, Haaland was at um, Leipzig. Now he's gone to Dortmund. He's probably going to cut goals and something will come up buying for. Salzburg, he's yeah, released, yeah, yeah. He yeah for, for, his release, for his release calls. See what I'm saying? So that's the market you're actually shopping at. But my issue is currently with this Oli guy, like, I can't lie, he's free signings. He's 0 for 3. 0 for 3. <laughs> like, what? Is that including it. Bruno? Oh, okay, okay. Bruno, <laughs> you don't know. Bruno. <laughs> So it could be over four. Man off, you know? Wow. No, no, no. I'm talking, like, <laughs> not, I'm, I'm talking, I'm talking about Maguire, Lind, uh, Maguire, Bissaka, and James. Bissaka's a loss, yeah. For me, for me, Maguire and Bissaka, I'm giving them time. Like, oh. like for me, oh, yeah. I know what James is. James is bought for. I don't know. Yeah. I'll but um, James might be James. James. Okay, no, no. James ain't better than Wan-Bissaka. But James is a better signing than Maguire. I'll tell you that much. Maguire is the worst of the lot. Well, I mean, you're saying James might be because you're saying for the price point what you're getting for your yeah, money. Yeah, price point, price point, and expectation. Man, Maguire is a, a humongous L. Yeah, that's he's a big worst, L. That's a, I thought Fred was pound for pound. He just, he just might be worth half what we paid. 
No, I thought Fred might have been the worst bit of business I've ever done, but Maguire is without a shadow of a doubt. It's not even close. He's our second most expensive player of all time, the most expensive defender of all time, and he is average at best. It's a sicko. And, like, sorry, just going back onto, like, where we need to shop and whatever, yeah, I remember when, um, I know, speaking of, speaking of the summer, about some players in the championship, even like last year, sorry, the year that Wolves, the year that Wolves come up and I was like, listen, we should grab Nevis. Like, I'm a massive fan of Nevis, still a massive fan of him. And people's always, people's thing was always, oh, oh no, we shouldn't be grabbing players from the championship. So listen, 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 there's quality players in the championship that's, that get promoted and absolutely pam the prem and then everybody wants them. Look at Madison. Like, exactly, it's just it's the smartest thing. Like, look, look, the the year that Leicester come up, yeah, Mares absolutely battered the uh, battered the championship. He battered the championship. Kante battered the championship. Of of like, do you know what I mean? There's players that come up and they absolutely they, they transition. This is why you pay scouts thousands and thousands of pounds. Thanks. Like, like it, like to to go and see can this player transition. If the player can transition, let's bring him on board now because this is the stage that we're at. We need to call like the you from Bre- the Bre- the you at Brentford, like go and grab Ben-Rahama. this you. I will Bre- say though, just so people don't think we're amateurs, uh, Kante didn't play in the championship. But yeah, continue, Gov. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did play the championship. <laughs> no, no, sorry. He played. No, no. He played in uh, League League, two. Uh, League, League One, two. League Two in France. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I give you that, Gov. Yeah, sorry. That's okay. what I meant. Yeah, played in League Two France. Yeah, like. Bruv, come on, man! Look where he played, like, and look at the yes, transition. Word, word. I like, think, I like, think you're, you're, you're right. Um, both of you are well, right. Well, if why, we why, can, why do? Why do Leicester? Is, sorry, go on, go on, right. When you operate in these markets as well, it gives you kind of more scope to make errors because you're play, you're coming in and paying less. So I can spend like twenty million three times, and if one or two of those three signings bang, boom. Rather than we spent eighty million on Maguire, that's it, you know. That um, is it. We have that to move like it. a. We have to move like a venture capitalist. We have to sell business. Like we have to sell. We have to sell Bay Royo Jones Smalling to leave us with uh, Maguire Lindelof and Tuanzebe, and then we'll bring back Borfwick Jackson, and then we just run from there because we spent <laughs> way too much money on that one man again. With Aaron Wan-Bissaka, 50 million on your right back. It's like, we ain't City and this ain't Pep. You understand? So you lot have spent 50 million on your right back. That's your right back, bro. And who's taking him off us? Who's even going to give us what we spent back? See, 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 see this is the worst who's thing Who's going to give United. us what we spent back? I see, I see the thing with my United is that... I see, that's the thing. And, okay, but Ryan, Ryan you, you follow American sports and general managers are the ones who take control of like, the player transactions and they're very much on... Because in American sports, there's a salary cap, you can only trade and sign players free agency. Yeah. Is they're so much smarter in decision making, and they're very adverse. In most cases, they're bad business. And if this bad business, certain times they'll just take a loss in it, and they'll they take their loss early and not continue to take a loss. So what United will do, and what United have been doing, is like you sign one of these players, they don't pop, but because you can't really get rid of them, and you can't really be bothered to get somebody else in. You just keep renewing their contract. Maguire's gonna get enough of a contract to Manchester United. Like, if Maguire doesn't improve his performances, which I don't think he does, but let's say he doesn't, yeah. The smart thing for Man United to do is to continuously try to sell him on the low 
and if they can't really sell him, just sell him for, for a dumb, dumb loss in the final year of his contract and be going. But no, United will do what they did with Jones, they do what they did with um, with Fellaini, do what they did with Young and Valencia, and just keep these players at the club considerably longer than they need to be. Like, how, how am I not Jones being like for 10 years, bro? Like, it's just... It's just mad, Valencia, 10 years. Like, these players were not of the standard. Simply because you made bad business and you don't want to rectify it. You just keep, okay, keep hoping. Okay, next manager, maybe. Yeah. The Maguire 80 million thing is mad. And the thing is, there's no Brexit managers where you could get a cheeky 50 million from Everton. Like, they keep signing these foreign dons. These foreign dons ain't going to do this. I know Duncan Castle's podcast, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember the Duncan Castle's podcast I was listening to during the summer. And he kept on saying, that he spoke of the best scouts and nobody in Europe understands my United's valuation for thingy. They said that they, they can't even see 50, 50 million euros, let alone the price that we were quoted. And we went and did it anyway. Scary. Scary, oh, man. Gosh, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it is what it is at this point. So, um, even though where the fact that we may not necessarily be getting these big signings and means that yeah we could shop in that market we've seen what we do we've seen what we do even that the bruno signing is not even a creative one in my opinion like it's not no, none of our signings are prob- creative he's probably like a decent to slash maybe even a good player but it's like yeah I'm a, well, it is show what some it is. creativity like, like it's, i swear I, we have I, the I, biggest scouting team in the in world well, that's I, my understanding do you know what i think do you know what is do you know um like so for example yeah like in music yeah obviously like A&Rs and stuff like that they have stopped uh developing musicians yeah and they just go for ready made and that's because if you mess up it's your job on the line do I, I don't is there some like pressure with the scouts like where their thing has to bang or they're getting sacked because they just like it is none of our signings are creative. Like Daniel James was recommended by gigs. Fred was going city. Like Maguire, England International. Like Bruno, highest scoring midfielder in Europe. Like where's the I'm trying to see Wamba Saka was the most tackles or whatever in the Prem. Everybody knew. <laughs> the like, most like, tackles in the Prem, Matic. Yeah, like whatever in it. Like, but I'm trying to say, like, where, where's the creativity from our signings? Like, I, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to clock it. Yeah, it's, 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 it's non-existent. So we'll just continue going as we go. Like, what we really need, because we, it's clearly obvious that the guys, the upper guys, are not about it. Is essentially you need a manager who's gonna come in and drag the club along. Essentially, so you need that manager mm. who's gonna, he has a good taste in players. And when the scouts are saying, okay, these are the players we want to get, and they're running these players by the manager, he's like, actually, you know what? He might be a year or two away, but bring him in. I'll slowly bed him into the team. And in two years, we may have spent, I don't know, five, ten million. But in two years, I've got a 30, 40 million player for you. Who then, if we want to use him for another two years, we can then sell him on for 60 million. But as long as we're signing the players we're signing now, and Oli's going with this want to die for the shirt attitude, <laughs> this want to die for the shirt kind of blueprint of players, we're screwed. Ain't nobody trying to die for this shirt. Ain't so, nobody trying to die for this Manchester United shirt at the moment. So we'll just That's why I don't want to sign English players. Though, yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. a lot yeah, of obviously most English lads, if you're in your like late thir- yeah, late thirties all the way down, you probably grew up supporting Manchester United. You've got yeah. to get the like you're gone. Because somebody asked me if um if Aguero wants to die for, for the City shirt. Does does it does Aguero <laughs> think of replicating 
replicating the feats by Sean Gota, Sean did Phillips. Get, did he get and, one and award? Law. Did he get like one award? Like there's the the highest goal scorer, and he was there. Um, like, and what's going on? Like, I'm yeah, not game they to brought, play, they brought, big they brought, man. They brought up, they brought up some old guy. Come for me, please. I don't know who he is. Like, <laughs> greet him. And the girl was like, "Hey, brother, <laughs> like, man, just trying to score some goals to go home, lad. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, let me quickly score a quick hat trick and just go home. Like, like you think, you think, you think, Yaya Torre bled City blue, which is painful. No, you, you fucking didn't. These are fucking professionals. Professionals who, if you get good professionals who are going to be professional and perform at the highest level, they don't need to bleed red. Do you think Salah gives a fuck about Liverpool? Do you think Mane cares? Do you think these guys care about, you know, walk alone? No, they're happy that they're a big club, making money and they're winning. They, they don't yeah. give a flying fuck about Anfield. Do you think they care about Anfield? They probably think, right, this stadium's kind of shit, you know? Like, <laughs> hey, Stadio- <laughs> Whoa. Hey, what's the what? Hey, what's the Roman Stadium called? Is it Stadio Olimpico or something? Something like Stadio Olimpico is a bit better. Like this is not really drippy, but they don't they don't they're playing for a sick coach under a under a sick club in terms of organization. They're winning and they're competing and they're making that's money it. and, and they're, they're making making good players that's... and they're making good money. Yeah. That's it, man. Like we need to get with the times, man. We need to get with the times real quick. Oh. I, I want to say, bro, we've been crap for when did Fergie leave? Twenty thirteen. Boy, Seven years, that decade is getting close, man. That decade Sam, is getting Sam. close. So, well, obviously, do you know what gave me hope? Yeah, I only I got a glimmer of hope. Yeah, now that I see how well Inter's doing because Inter were on the floor. Yeah, like, they were on the ropes still. Inter were absolutely on the ropes. So for me, now I've seen that. I'm like, fam, you know what? We can come back in it. Like we can come back, but we just need to get Oli out of here, and we need to just. Fam, just take some risk, man, with our with our transfers. Yeah, I think uh, with 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 that being said, uh, can end the pod there. So once again, I want to thank you both for coming on. Uh, we've got a, a couple of games next week, so we've got um, on the Monday we've got the Chelsea game, and then on the Thursday we've got Club Bruges away in the Europa League. And because we get we've gotten to the knockout rounds now, I do want you guys to actually watch so we can actually you know feedback on the performance, etc., etc. Okay. All right, lads. Uh, with all being said, have a nice evening. Thank you. All right, peace. Peace. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you.
This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. Sports Social Podcast Network.